Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey guys, Stefan here from ProjectLifeMastery.com. I'm very excited to bring you a friend of mine, Mark Fit. Uh, Mark is a fitness model from uh, Montreal, and he's uh, got a great website called MarkFit.com where he shares a lot of amazing information on how to get fit, health, fitness, motivation, um, even just like a lot of life stuff too, which I really love because um, he's been able to achieve a lot of success just by turning his passion, his hobby into a business as well. So Mark, thank you so much for taking the time today. My pleasure. Cool, man. So my first question for you is, can you maybe share a little bit just your story, your journey of how you became a fitness model? Yeah, for sure. Um, basically, I was a student, like almost every one of my age. I was 20, if I remember at the time, and I was studying in the, in the police academy to become a, a police officer. And I was just in love with physical activity. So I was just training every day, training about a good hour, 30 to two hours, even though now I know it's too long. Um, I was just loving like training and just pushing myself. And my goal was just to become strong and the end and just become the best version of myself. I didn't really care about the shape. Basically, I just wanted to be able like to arrest everyone, no matter what weight you, right. you, you <laughs> do or whatever. So um, it started like that. Then I just felt in love with the feeling because I wasn't someone who has like had a lot of confidence in me. So that was a way like to express myself and become more and just feeling more comfortable with people. Um, and I don't know, it just became just more and I just felt in love. And then people were asking me questions because I became really in shape with a six pack and I was super ripped at the time. I still not too bad. Um, and then, I mean, I just started to give advice just like that. And I saw some fitness model in the U.S. because I'm living in Canada right now and fitness is not as big as in the U.S. or in Europe or Australia. Um, so there's not really a lot of fitness model here who do um, online stuff like videos or who have a blog or use email marketing or whatever. So I saw some model in the US and I just saw them and I just said to myself, I know, I know I can do something like better. I can do something that I will inspire people and I can be more than, than what I'm doing right now. For sure, I was helping like my friends and people at school, but I think uh, I had like the potential to, to do more. So it started this way and then I started a little WordPress.com. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what was the domain name. I think it was fitness paid for all right. wordpress.com, something like that. Uh, so I started like that. Then there's um, a widget. I think it's, oh my God, what is the widget on wordpress.com? You can see like the statistic of how many people visit your site. Right. So I saw that I had like a couple of thousand of people were going like on my wordpress.com. Yeah. So 
I just said, oh my God, that's crazy that people read my stuff. I had a lot of comments and then I was posting a daily post just sharing what I was eating, some tips about training, my workout, all that kind of stuff. And it was a ugly side. It was really ugly. It wasn't yeah. even good, but like people found like value into it. So I just kept going like that. I did my first video on YouTube and then, I don't know, people were just loving it. I wasn't speaking too in my videos at first. I don't know if you remember that, but I'm French. You probably hear the accent. Um, so I wasn't speaking speaking like one word in English. If someone was starting to speak with me in English, I was just getting red and I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, so it started like that, but I was just putting like subtitle of the exercise and I was just doing a cool uh, editing. But even though like I had like a shitty camera, sorry for the English. Um, and I, I don't know, I was just doing like my best at the time and using like my, my whole Toshiba laptop because I had no money. I had like $300 in my bank account. And um, yeah, it just started like that. And I put some video on YouTube pictures yeah. and share tips. It's awesome, man. Yeah. And I've, I've known you for a few years. I, I met you online. I didn't even know how we became friends on Facebook. But I remember we were just both like I was really into fitness and you were someone I was like, wow, this guy has an amazing body. And this is years ago. And I've, I've seen like your transformation and your progress mm -hmm. over time. And that's really like inspirational when you can see, you know, like you were, uh, you've been putting on muscle mass, you've built this amazing website, you're now into internet marketing business, you're traveling all over the world. So you're doing some pretty amazing things. And mm -hmm. I want to ask you questions about the fitness and going to business as well in a bit. But do you want to maybe share a little bit just what your, your physical transformation was? Like, where were you before? Like when you, like, when did you start working out? Like, where were you before? And then what was like the, the progress that you've made and where mm -hmm. are you now? My surname was Little Mark at school, in high school. So I was 128 pounds, five foot 10. And basically I was just small. I wasn't like skinny, skinny as hell because there's some people like some of my friends, like you, you, they're just on a, a small frame, you know? Yeah. Um, I had a little chest, but not more than that. I was playing hockey. I was more into that. So I wasn't like training physically at the gym or just, uh, lifting weights. So I started at that. And basically, I don't know, I, with the years of, I started just in, in, in college, I started to work out really late at like 19 or maybe at the end of May 18. And then I started to see some change. And from my first video, I think on YouTube, I was 147 pounds, something like that. Right. Um, then I did the change your life video, uh, we got a lot of views and traction to my website was just crazy. Um, I was maybe 155 pounds or 153, but I was super ripped. And since then, since then I'm right now 180 pounds, but I was 185 pounds, but I'm in a cutting phase for all the uh, expo uh, of the years. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And so what, like what motivates you? Like what, what would you say has been the biggest thing that motivates you to, to change your physique and, and improve it? I think there's no end. It's just you. You never have enough. Yeah. Not not in the in the term of like being a bodybuilder and just being 260 pounds uh, of muscle. It's just I know I can be more. And it's it's like playing a video game. I did this uh, metaphor a lot of time. It's just 
you start at level one and then you, you improve. You're proud of yourself. You get some gears or some muscle. Uh, but then you keep going, keep going, and it's just more fun because you know how your body works, you know what to do, you know what take times, you know um, that you you have to follow your diet. But you know at the end, you always keep your eyes on the end picture, and you you know that you will reach it. But it just takes some time. And I think uh, what I felt in love is not just being in shape, but the process of being in shape, the process of right now I'm there, but I know I can be there, and I can see myself being like that. Yeah. And I think it's just so good for just to, to be more confident and like when, when you start being good at getting in shape you can start being good at playing with your mental yeah. you, you can start being good at controlling your emotion because it's it's really hard to there are some people who, who go work out just to work out yeah. they have a, they have their plan they have 10 reps to do they will do yeah. 10 reps but they will not push themselves to the maximum right so for me it's I will take a weight that a two last rep, I will not even be able like to lift it, lift it. Right. I will just struggle like crazy, but I will just do my best. And if I fail, I fail. But usually I'm able like to push it because we, we put our own mental barrier. We put our own, our own physical barrier. And I think it's just, I don't know. I felt in love with that, just pushing myself and reach the next level all the time. And a lot of time, because now I'm doing it professionally, um, I don't know, there's millions of people who can judge like my pick. Oh, he's less in shape or, but I always come back like stronger. And I, I just keep that in mind. I know that some people think I'm at the top, but then I just know where I'm going. And then boom, I realize a picture and like everyone's like, oh my God, he gained so much. Oh my God, he's so much more rip. I'm not doing just for people. I mean, it's a good motivation right now just to, to stay at the top of my game with, with, the crowd, but also just to, to build confidence uh, at the same time. Yeah. And, and I think one thing that um, I've noticed with someone like you, it's like you do little things that make mm-hmm. a huge difference that I think a lot of the, the average person that goes to the gym doesn't do. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. like you push yourself harder, whereas most people, they just do their 10 reps. But I think like I remember I heard from you once, you, I think you mentioned something about your diet was the biggest thing that you changed that mm-hmm. made the biggest difference. Because before, I think you were just kind of eating good and everything, what? but then you yeah. started to track your calories, oh, yeah. your food yeah. and everything. And that's, I think that alone, like that little thing is something that a lot of people don't do. But there's like these little disciplines, these little standards that you have that keep you at the top. And they're just, mm-hmm. I guess, habits for you now. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Like, are there yeah. certain things like that that you found to make the big difference? Like, there's always something you can improve to reach a new level and at the time I was in shape I was in good shape but I wasn't like tracking and waiting all my food so but then when I start started just to weigh everything I was top-notch and just by doing that I I reached like the edge that no one is reaching like 95% of people they don't do that so um, I don't say like wait your food all the time but I'm like that because I just love it when I don't wait my food I don't feel great about it because when you wait your food, you know exactly what you eat. And if you don't get the result that you want, then you can adjust yourself easily. But if you are not doing that, you think that you eat the right amount of calories or protein, carbs, and fat. But in reality, you're not because you're not reaching your goal. And everyone is different. So if you want to make sure that you you reach what whatever you want to reach, you, you need to wait yourself. You need to wait yourself. You need to wait your food. You need to track everything because this way you can see where you're at lacking at something and then you can adjust yourself and get just reach it faster that's awesome yeah and if you guys go to markfit.com you have the 
the counter or what it, the, mm-hmm. what's it called? The nutrition tracker, planner, yeah. yeah. nutritional planner where you can actually put in, create meals, track everything in detail. And I've, you know, I've done that um, when I've done like these fitness things and everything. But one challenge that I've had has been sustaining it, you know, like, because I, I think a lot of people, they do like a fitness show or they go on a diet, they want to lose weight and they're doing that for like three months or whatever. And then they get to that physique but then they stop doing those things because now they just want to eat whatever they want and everything. Like, how have you, like, one thing I admire about you, you've been so consistent. You've been like lean for years now. You always mm-hmm. stay low body fat. Like, how have you been able to stay so lean and just keep that up? Yeah, it's it's a mental game. It's yeah. it's just that it's habits. If you develop the right habits, for example, I've been in LA, um, I think a year and a half ago, and I'm a guy. I don't like really like to wake up early in the morning. But I had like a routine of waking up at like 3.30, 4 a.m. during a while, during like two years. And that's why I, w- I was able like just to work, work, work because everyone is sleeping. So no one is disturbing you. You're just working on your stuff and you, you get more things done uh, by like 10 a.m. And then people is waking up. So your cell phone start to, to ring, all that kind of stuff. And you enter in the routine of the world. Um, I was doing that. But when I went to L.A., I was with people where... Um, not partying that much, but they, they weren't like working, waking up at the same time as me. So I, I just, I was inf- influenced by them to, to wake up at like 9am, 10am. And when I came back it was really, really hard to come back to that routine, but it's the same thing for food. So for example, you, you, you were talking about like you do your competition. So you have a goal, you have a hand goal and you just focus on, I need to get in shape. I need to follow that, that, that to get the result, to make sure that I'm, I'm doing great at the competition, but then you stop, you stop for a couple of days or weeks, but then you, you just have like bad habits. That's it. It's just the habits of doing it. And I think the first thing is just, uh, make sure that you know why you're doing what you're doing. And it's, it's cliche, but that's it. You just have to have like a hand goal. You set up a goal and then it will just become easier to follow it and do the things that you need to do to follow it. So, and at the same time, it's my job right now. So I need to stay in shape. For sure, there, there are some of my friends with fitness model. They don't track stuff like me. I'm kind of crazy about it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm always lean. If someone called me for a photo shoot, they call me now. And tonight, I will just do yeah. a little deplete, just cutting my water, taking more carbs. And that's it. I will be ready to shoot yeah. whenever. It's awesome. I'm so going to an event and I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm not too low. I'm about six, 5.5 to 6% right now because I'm cutting a bit. But I'm feeling great. I'm just, it's not, it's not hard for me now. Right. So, so you're saying like the habits are so important. Mm-hmm. And once you start getting the habit of it, you just become used to it. Do you eat like a lot of the same meals every day as well? Or do you, yeah. what do you do for that? Yeah. Um, my diet is not complicated. It's just have some green, green vegetables. Have, uh, usually I eat chicken because I'm allergic to fish. Uh, I can eat some lean beef. Um, but, I'm not that hard on my diet. I don't want to complicate stuff. I just eat my veggies, my meat, um, then my good carbs, so brown rice, basmati rice, or sweet potatoes, and, and that's it. I don't, I'm not like a good cook, yeah. if you want. Uh, so I just follow the same thing, and it's just easier. I mean, I, I work all day. I wake up early in the morning, then I cook my breakfast, then I already know what I will eat, and I don't know. It's just, 
I just see the same thing over yeah, and over what's, again. What's like your belief with food? Because I think a lot of people they they get bored or they think yeah you know they they enjoy going to restaurants and stuff. Like, what's your mindset or belief around food? Food, uh, it's macro, so protein, carbs, and fat. So I see it this way, but there's a way to put the seasoning on it. There's a way to to make your your food taste good, and you can change stuff. I mean, there's so much. Uh, and even now, it's just easier to uh, put some flavor uh, on your food because there's so many stuff like zero calories inside that you can have some good meals who taste good and they're also good for your body and to stay in shape. Um, as for restaurant, depend. When I go in a restaurant, um, I'll try to... Oh my God. It's... It depends. It depends. Every day will depend. For example, if uh, last Saturday, because right now I cannot cheat before all the events. I just stopped cheating for like three weeks. Um, but I went to a restaurant and I just, I knew that I will go to the restaurant at night. So I decided to not eat carbs during the day. Almost nothing. And then I went to the restaurant and I took some uh, some fries, but it was sweet potato fries with a good steak. And that's it. No sauce. And my veggies with it. So that's that's what I'm doing. <laughs> awesome. And sorry, the, the connection is a little bit dying a little bit. Um, okay, my next question for you is, do you ever like, you know, just go off your diet, eat poorly, you know, uh, like uh, you know bit, but just, you know, you, uh, I don't know, you eat uh, ice cream or whatever. And when you do that, I love ice cream. Yeah. How do you deal with it? Because I think a lot of people, when they do that, they beat themselves up. You know, I think this mm -hmm. is like a common challenge with dieting and stuff, right? People, they uh, they just eat poorly. They go off their diet. They beat themselves up. Like, what's been your mindset or how have you de dealt with that? Um, I think, yeah, people, they feel too much guilty when they, they cheat. Um, I call it a reward meal because I like to have a reward meal once a week. Uh, and and I will eat on most everything that I want. So I, I'm a guy of ice cream. I just enjoy ice cream. Before I was, before I started to train, I was eating like a four liters of ice cream every night. Wow. Yeah, really. I just enjoy ice cream. So usually I will go crazy on ice cream uh, in an afternoon with my girlfriend or something like that. And for me, it's just a reward meal. I, I know that I need it to stay on track because it will just shock my body. My body will just speed up so much to burn all these calories. And it will just be good because when I will be on track on my diet, then I will keep having results. Um, so that's how I see my reward cheat meal. Uh, um, but I don't cheat more than once a week. Um, so it depends. For example, like my girlfriend, have girls are always different because they have like all their hormones. Yeah. It's, it's just way complicated, more complicated than us. And I don't know, she likes sugar. So she can eat, have like kind of mini cheat meal three times a week. But she's working really hard at the gym, so she's not. She, she don't feel like really guilty. But when she is at she is at the gym, she just give everything that that she can because she knew that she I don't know she ate uh, I don't know chocolate like last night or something like that. Right, right. I mean, like you shouldn't just be too hard on yourself, but make sure that when you stay on track, stay on track and give your all at the gym. Um, just don't keep the bad. And negative energy with you are like, oh, I cheat, I cheat. And you just think about that during your workout. Instead of that, just focus on the number of reps, sets you need to do. Put your iPhone and just give everything that you can and sweat as much as you can and burn a lot of calories. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's, it's really powerful, I think, for people to hear that, 
because mm-hmm. I think one thing, I don't know if you can relate to this in some way, but you know, a lot of people, they look at someone online, let's say Tony Robbins, right? And you see this mm-hmm. guy and he's just like perfect, right? Like he's just, he seems like this superhuman guy. And I think a lot of people even see you like, wow, Mark Fit, he's like perfect and everything. And, uh, you, you know, in many ways, you're only seeing what they want you to see, but you're not seeing behind the mm-hmm. scenes. But, you know, you're not, they're not seeing for you, for example, that you eat ice cream once in a while or that maybe you struggle or you get off your diet and you just get back on track. And so I think that's an important mm-hmm. thing that I've learned because sometimes I just try to, you know, be perfect with everything, thinking that, like, that's, that's what these fitness models or whatever, but you don't realize that they, too, maybe get off track. You know, you, won't, you shared you went on your vacation to L.A. and then you had mm-hmm. to get back into your routine and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I think that's uh, that's awesome. So uh, I guess what I want to ask you is, do you struggle at all at times with your diet, like, or with motivation or anything like that? Uh, for sure, like motivation is something that I've been working a lot on it. Um, right now, I don't really struggle with it. I'm able like to get back on track really fast. But at the beginning, I was really hard. Even like my diet was crazy. It was like almost no carbs, um, and I've been, I, I was super shred, but at night I had some crisis of like, I wanted like sugars and carbs. I needed carbs and I had some little crisis. So, um, but I had a lot of photo shoot like during like a couple of months. So I had to stay lean. So that was really hard. But when I started just to integrate like one cheat a week, it just helped myself, not just to think about like the cheat, uh, like for example, like it's on Friday. I just don't think about like, oh, I will cheat on Friday and I just focus on the cheat meal. Um, but I mean, when you cheat, it's a good thing because you can feel a bit guilty. For sure, I will feel guilty. But it's a good a good guilt because then you're just saying to yourself, oh, I want to be back on track. I want to be back in shape. I feel out of shape, but I will be back. And I don't know, I just use it as a motivation to, to get back on track instead of just uh, being hard on myself. So that, but also, um, what else? What I've struggled with? I mean, there's sometimes you don't want to go work out. And my workouts are really intense and sometimes it's just, you don't feel like working out. You're just like, oh my God, I would stay home instead. But usually I just force myself, I enter in the car, take a little pre-workout or I put some crazy music or watch a video of uh, other fitness model, model or bodybuilder or just listening to speech and I'm I'm back at it and I'm just, I, I just want it all because I just remember that I'm doing everything that I'm doing to leave my mark. And someday I will be too old to keep training like I do right now. And right now it's my time to to give the best that I can just to, to shoot people that they can do whatever they want in life. And it starts by just being consistent. Uh, consistency is everything in everything. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what advice would you give to someone, let's say, that just wants to lose weight? You know, they want to lose mm-hmm. body fat. And maybe even just like maybe they're 10 to 20% body fat, but they want to have that six-pack showing. Can you maybe give like a few tips and advice of what yeah. what works for you? Yeah. First thing, I would just start tracking what they eat during a day, a normal day, and just seeing by themselves what they are eating. Just first thing, don't don't even care about what you're eating. Just follow something that you do usually, and then just write it down, everything, and try to write the quantity as well. And just then try to calculate a little bit um, the average of the calories that you eat per day. That will give you a good idea of that you maybe have some bad habits with your food. Maybe you train hard and really hard, 
But if you're not following the right diet, you will not have any result. Dieting is everything. You are what you eat, and it's true. It's not just a fancy quote or something. It's just that. And for me, dieting is 80% of the result, and 20% is working out. Because everyone know, uh, yeah, almost everyone know how to work out. They know how to do a bench press. They know how to do a, some curl, leg press, squat. They all know that. They all do it, but they don't all follow the diet, and that's what makes biggest difference in the result um so i would start by that just know and be just acknowledge yourself that maybe i don't eat right and just seeing it by yourself um and then i would just maybe start to drop a little bit of carbs trying to uh, focus more on good quality of protein that you eat uh, focus on good complex carbohydrate like oats uh, brown rice uh, basmati rice like i said um, sweet potatoes that kind of carbs uh, lean meat all kind of tuna fish Every single time that I have an interview, I say that, but we eat horse in Quebec. I don't know if you, if you do. It's a, it's a good meat. It's really lean, but really good. But, uh, it's like eating a dog. If you say that, like in the U.S. Um, what else? <laughs> lean, lean, uh, beef would be good too. And that's about it. A good steak. Um, and for veggies, all kind of green veggies. So broccolis, green peppers, uh, you have spinach. Just, you know what to eat. Everyone knows what to eat, but they just don't do it. Everyone know, everyone know what is healthy, an healthy meal, but they just don't want to do it. Or they're surrounded by people who say, ah, oh, we don't really care about that. It's all good. But I guarantee that if you start following it, at first you will get more physical result. You will feel better mentally. You will have more energy. Um, you you will have a kind of a clarity of of your vision of what you want to do in your day of what you want to do in your life. And it's just helps you to, it's just empowering you to, to do more and be more. Um, so that will be the first thing. Just focus on your diet. Uh, second thing, if you want to drop weight, you want to be intense at the gym. So what you want to do is keep your, your rest time between each set really low. So in the 30 to 45 seconds to make sure that your heartbeat stay high and, uh, burn a lot of calories during the 45 minutes an hour you're in the gym. So maybe targeting a 20 to 30 reps and taking 30 to 45 seconds. Uh, integrating superset will be good. So what is a superset is you do one exercise and then you go to the next one without rest and then you take your rest. For example, if you're doing a bench press in superset with a flat dumbbell fly, you will do your bench press for 20 reps. Then you will go immediately on your flat bench to do the dumbbell fly for 20 reps and then you take your, your rest time of 45 seconds, for example. Um... That, and I mean, it's just, I don't do a lot of cardio. What I will do if I want, for example, like next week I will start doing cardio. Uh, but I don't need, because my cardio is kind of me in my workout. It's just, I'm exhausted doing 20, just start doing that like 20 reps, 30 reps, and just take 45 second rest. You will see, you, you will be exhausted and, uh, you will feel tired and it's kind of your cardio. Um, and you will burn a lot of calories. But then if you don't have like the result that you want, as fast as you want, then I will just suggest you to do it cardio. So what is it is high intensity interval training. So basically you try to do a sprint of like 30 seconds, then you walk slow for a minute and then you rest hard for six to 10 times. So for next, like next week, I will start integrating it cardio twice a week with my intense workout uh, because I don't want to drop too much weight. Uh, and I'm already low body fat, but I just want to reach like the little edge and make sure that I burn, um, all the calories that I need to burn for, for the events. Um, so we'll start by that and maybe three times a week it's cardio. If you, you feel that you're not losing enough, uh, but also it depends if you're, 
in a heavy weight, if you're 250, 260, or 300 pounds, I mean, doing sprint is not good for your knees at this weight. It's not good. So maybe doing it on the elliptic or um, just focusing on the workout first, and then when you drop some weight, um, then you will maybe start doing uh, the sprint because it's really hard on your knees, if not. Awesome. Okay, and then what about someone that wants to put on muscle mass? Mm -hmm. And I think one thing with putting on muscle, you know, a lot of people, they go on a bulk right? And they gain like all this fat and muscle. And, um, really I think you're doing yourself a disservice when you're doing that, because when you want to lean out again, you know, typically when you lean out, you you might like lose a little bit of muscle as well. Right. And it's just Mm going to be that much harder because you've gained all this fat. Mm -hmm. So when you, you've done bulks, but you always stay low body fat. So can you share a little bit about your process to put on muscle mass while still staying lean? Yeah. Um, basically it's, Almost the same thing as I just said for the cutting phase, but w- you will have more calories to your diet. So usually I will start adding 500 calories more than my maintain calories zone. So there's a your your BMR. It's hard to uh, to explain just like that uh, with audio and video, but uh, I will give you some link if you want to put it in the show notes just to know how to calculate your BMR and then with your activity level. So the number of time you're working out in a week, you will know exactly how many calories you need per week. Uh, and then you add 500 calories to that. So for example, for myself, when I'm in the bulking phase, I eat about 3,800 uh, 3, calories to 4,200. I eat a lot uh, because I have a fast metabolism. Um, so I need to, I eat even more than 500 calories, more than my methane calorie zone because I just know myself. But for someone who start, start with 500 calories more and then see how you progress. And when we say uh, start when you're lean is when you're able like, to see your six pack. So when you're between the 4%, 4% is really low, to 6, 6, 8%, you can start bulking. But when you go over the 10%, now your abs start to fade out and I will suggest to go and cut again. Uh, but for someone who is between the 4 and 8%, you want to start 500 calories more to, your, to their diet, I will um, target a rep range of eight to 12 repetitions in your workout. You can do some superset as well. You can do some drop set. So basically a drop set is uh, if you start with 12 reps, you do 12 reps with a weight, then you take a lighter weight to do 10 reps and then a lighter weight to do eight reps. Uh, it can be the opposite. You can take more weights as, as you go. Um, and basically it's just focusing more on your rest time will be more in the minute to a minute 30 rest, your calories intake. And then just stay consistent, and that's all you see. Uh, if you if you will gain muscle, and if you don't gain as muscle, like usually people will gain around a pound to two pounds a month. That's that's all I see if I'm on the right track. And if I don't, then I, I maybe add up some calories to my diet. I mean, I will probably add the 250 uh, calories more to my diet, so I will be in the surplus of like 750. And then, for example, Matt to work with me is he have a crazy metabolism, so we are like we are bumping up like in the thousand calories more f- easily uh, when he is in a booking phase. So it's just knowing yourself, but at first start with the basics. So 500 calories, 500 calories more. Uh, 8 to 12 reps a minute to a minute 30 reps between each set and that's it um, then there's some principle like compa- more compound movement you can do for 2 to 3 weeks but I mean I can talk about that like during years and years <laughs> uh, no. this has been really uh, good I, I want to encourage people to go to markfit.com and you have so much videos and content there of just like everything you, ha- you share your workouts mm-hmm. like so much information with that 
so I want to switch gears and talk a little bit about your business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's, you know, one thing you, you've built a huge following on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. YouTube. What, what would you say are the biggest things that you've done to help build that massive following? Um, it's just being myself. There's too many people who try to be someone else and people can notice it. They will see it right away if you try to play a game or if you're not yourself. And I think before, uh, because I wasn't kind of in the early bird in the fitness, like really in social media. And um, I think the first thing that I did is just showing more part of my life. That was the thing. You know, right now, like reality, uh, the TV show of, it's all, always reality uh, stuff, always life stuff. People want to see what people are doing in their lives. So that's what I did more. Uh, before that, it was you skip it. Always the guy who do all the magazine is a god. He can do whatever. Uh, I mean, it was crazy. And people just see that and they, they think it's crazy, but they just, they're not inspired by them that much because it's just kind of impossible to, to achieve that. Um, so that's what I did. I think that played a big role in just seeing like a young kid or, or uh, just doing his best and trying to share everything that he, he know and just being himself and seeing like his family. Uh, so that, and um, I mean, that it was just uh, doing that. And I think it helped a lot to, to, to reach more people and people were seeing that I was true. And I think it just helped. That's awesome. And so basically uh, like one thing you're big on your Instagram, you post a lot of pictures, progress, fitness pictures and stuff. Uh, same thing mm-hmm. with YouTube as well. You post workout videos, and have you found it's just been more so, like it just gets shared and liked so much that it just goes viral, and then more people follow you. Is that typically what what happens? Um, I'll say it's all organic. I don't pay for marketing. I don't not not one cent. I don't pay anything. Um, so it's organic. I think I just try to share the best that I can, and people just find value into it, and they share it, and they show it to their friend. Um, YouTube has played a big role in that uh, because people were just seeing me that it's not just Photoshop. I think that helped a lot. There's a, a lot of people just uh, share crazy pay, but you don't see like who they actually actually are in life. Uh, so I tried also a lot of behind the scene in my life. Um, and the video that I share on YouTube is always high quality editing. Yeah. Uh, at first, it wasn't that good. I mean, I had like a, a little software on my old Toshiba, so uh, I was just subtitle and, but people was were loving because no one was doing that like at the time that I started. So uh, I just started to follow the, the French guy, just sharing his workout and being intense and I wasn't like the biggest shape online or whatever, but I don't think like the shape play a, a huge role in the success that you can have. It's just who you are, if you're able like to to share your value and inspire people, people will just follow back and they will want to be a part of it and uh, just see where you can go and they will just start believing in you and they will want to encourage you. That's what I think. That's awesome. And man, like how, how have you dealt with just all the attention that you, you get? You know, like because for you, <laughs> you, know, you, yeah. you started off just in a small town in Canada and then now it's like millions of followers, you get so much mm-hmm. attention. And you even get a lot of, you know, I know for myself, criticism as well. So it can be tough, right? Like you have all the success, all these people look up to you and everything. So how have you been able to deal um, just with all the attention and everything that you've got? 
it's been a process of adaptation, I think. <laughs> um, at first, when I started my, my first, when I, because before I was fitness page for all, my Facebook page, and I had a team, 5,000 followers or something on Facebook. And I just decided to change the name like, to, to, to my name, like just Marfit, boom. I will put that instead of fitness page for all, it was more like a movement. I just decided to put myself as the person in front of it, of the brand. Um, so that started like that. And then the traction was amazing. I mean, people were going on my site, commenting. I had to shut down the comments on my blog first. Oh, wow. Because I had over, I think, 400,000 comments on the blog. Uh, and my host just said, we cannot handle that anymore. There's too much comment. And we, we just suggest you to delete all of them because we'll shut down the server that you're using. So... I started by that, and um, then I was just getting a lot, a lot of emails asking question, um, asking questions about like personal training that I was offering, uh, the, all the service, but also like since I'm touching a lot of people in their life, not even just in the fitness, but also like in the relationship and the way they think, the way they they behave, I have like long, long questions just like story of their life, you know, just people sharing what they've been through, uh, what they think they should do, or just asking advice. So I get a, a lot of huge story emails. So it was really hard at the, at the time just to reply to everyone. I was reading all of them, but unfortunately I wasn't able to reply to everyone because I was the alone behind the scene and just editing videos all day, uh, shipping orders, getting all this attention, but it was really hard. But at some point it's just this, I went to the uh, Toronto Pro Show um, as a guest, like I was at the Beyond Yourself booth and meeting like the, the followers. And someone called Matt came to to the booth and he just brought his uh, um, his summarize, is his summary. I don't know if it's the right word, but he brought like a, a sheet of paper of the the place that you have worked at before, and he just showed all the enthusiasts to work with me. And he said, I can bring a lot of the on the table. I can help you like. To uh, handle people, and I was like, I don't need your 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 sheet of paper. I mean, like, just throw that in the garbage. And I just saw like the passion in in his eyes, and I just saw that it was maybe just I will just give it a try and just give it a shot. He offered me three months of work without I pay him. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. That's really someone who wanted and wanted bad. So I just said, yeah, let's go, let's do it. And then I just show him like. All the emails we were getting, um, I implement like a tool. It's called AppScout. I was talking uh, about that uh, earlier before interview. Just an awesome tool to handle emails. I mean, it just help us to uh, reply more people in a day. And um, so that, then I sh- show him all the tools that I was using, and uh, then he just started to help me like filter all the emails, the the emails that I need to see, and the emails that uh, um, he can handle. And that's the way that we're working right now, but. In terms of social media, before I was replying to all the comments on YouTube, in Twitter, Instagram, but now I, we cannot do that. Even we, if we were like a team of uh, 50 people, it's kind of impossible. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Wow. And just what about, you know, what advice would you give to someone maybe that is just starting to down their path of starting their own business as well? Like they uh, have a passion or a hobby and they want to turn that into a business. Like any advice that you've learned, I guess, over the years that you've done this that you can share with someone that mm-hmm. is just starting out? Yeah, d- just do it with passion. People don't really care at first of 
of the look of it. There's a lot of design is important. Uh, 100% branding is really important. But I mean, when I started, my site was not that good. But the attention behind it, like the, the way I was producing content, the value that I was adding to everything that I was producing, people saw that. So they just wanted it. And then with the time, I've been able to improve all, all the service that I offer. Um, so at first, just do it with passion. Put yourself in the place of others. When they will download your file or when they will buy like your clothes, what they will feel when they get it. Yeah. You, you need to do that because if you're not doing that, then you don't do it for the people. You're just doing it for yourself. So you need to be able like, to just put yourself into that and also see yourself at the third person all the time, the way you act, the way you speak, the way you're producing content. Is it something good for your brand? Is it something good for you? Do you feel great about it? Um, for example, I did some photo shoot. I did one photo shoot in my life and it was, I wasn't comfortable. Not at all. And then it was over. I just Every single time that I'm having a photo shoot, if I don't feel it, I will not do it. So it will be the same thing when you produce something. If you feel that you will be kind of a scam by producing something, just don't, don't do it. Yeah. Because if you're doing that, you just set a bomb in a timer and in one day will just explode and people will just see you like, oh my God, that was a scam. And what you want to do is just build something on the long run. It's just a marathon. It's the same, same thing when you're training. You don't train just to be in shape at like 25 and take roads and just be in the best shape of your life. But then when you're like 30, you just start to don't do anything. You, you just want to try to always be consistent and just do something every day. And it will be the same thing with your business. I mean, you, my website, I build my website by my home. I don't, I never hired like a designer or a, a graphic designer for my website or, or whatever, or to code stuff. So every day I try to add something and people see that. I mean, I just take care of everything that I'm doing. I just put a lot of energy and people can see it. So I think that bring a lot of people to stick around and just always visit the site because they know that they will always find some, something new and they know that I'm taking care, taking care of what I'm doing. So that's awesome. Cool, man. And I want to ask you one more question uh, and then I will wrap up pretty soon. But um, what about just in terms – there's so much we could talk about, but just in terms of uh, productivity, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'd be curious to know just like what are things that help you be productive? And even I know you're big into morning rituals as well. So is there any sort of morning ritual that you do or things that help you to be more productive each day? I'll say I just always feel myself not productive enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find some way just to, to be more productive. Um, what I do, I just try to do one thing at a time. Yeah. Because we, we, we suck at multitasking. We think yeah. we can do everything and sometimes we just lose our head and we're uh, a chicken without a head, man. It's just we're not doing what we are supposed to do. So I just try to always focus on one thing at a time. Um, To-do lists, I use it and not because what I mean by that is just if you put too much stuff on your to-do list, you will do nothing. It's just like that. We, you just feel overwhelmed. Oh my God, I need to do so much stuff. And you will not do anything. So uh, every morning I just ask myself, what can I do today that will help me to achieve the most? What I need to focus on? So usually it will be more uh, doing stuff for all my, my customers, all my clients. And um, there's some stuff that I, I always have like the same kind of stuff to do every day. Two posts a day. I will do a post usually like in the morning or if I do it in the afternoon, Six hours later, I will do another post because it just don't break my. If you post too much stuff, 
uh, every hours, then I just feel that it breaks the reach and it can annoy people. So I try to uh, have at least six hours between each post. So I know that I need to do that. Then I will prepare orders, pack orders. Will help uh, my sister help me to pack orders, but there's other people who see, help me. But I still do a lot of orders, uh, printing the label. Um, but I mean, I just try to focus on what I need to do. There's no magic app or stuff that will help you to uh, become like me or all the people that you can see who are really productive. It's just they, they build a good team with them who will help them in a lot of stuff that they, they shouldn't focus on. They focus on what they need to focus and then they just get to work. They just don't think about it. They just get to work. That's awesome. And then what about a morning ritual? Is there any routine that you do first thing in the morning? Yeah, uh, first thing I try to drink a lot of water. It's a classic morning ritual that I have, but I wake up kind of not slow, but I don't try like to rush too much stuff. I have a bad habit to check my cell phone right away when I wake up because I get so many emails and I want to see if someone has something like urgent to to be fixed or whatever. Oh, I can't log in on your site. Uh, but usually they just like forgot their password or something like that. And they can just click on forgot yeah. my password, but they don't, they're not doing it, that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I like to reply fast to people as much as I can. So usually, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just wake up like kind of in a rush, but I try as much as I can to take my time, uh, be grateful for, for just working on what I can work, just being at my house, work from my house and just enjoying what I'm doing because I started as a student working uh, as a security agent and, you know, I don't know. I just feel blessed to to do what I do and to be able like, to share with so many people and it's millions of people. So every day I just feel awesome about that, that I, I can just impact a lot of people and I take a big responsibility in that uh, because I don't want to share like bad stuff. I just want to improve people and, and what they, they want to do physically, mentally and in their life. So. Uh, I'm grateful for that. Wake up. Then, uh, usually I will text my team, see what's going on, how they're doing, if they had a great workout or what's their, their plan of the day because I don't set people like to work out from eight to five or whatever. They have stuff to do. They just need to get done and, and that's it. So I just try to take some news on when they will do it so I can plan my stuff around it. Um, and then that that's my morning usually. I think my breakfast right away. Yeah. Then I will. Uh, my breakfast is usually my pre-workout meal. So then I need to wait an hour, 32 hours. So I will start working. Then we'll go to the gym. Then come back. And that's it. Awesome, man. Um, cool. So I mean, my last one more thing I want to ask is just anything, any final message that you want to share with people that are watching this that either, you know, they want to change their body, they want to change their life, they want to change their business, like any final final advice that you can give do what you want to do in life it's super important and 95% of people are not doing it they feel that they should do something and they just keep working at their job that they don't like and when you stay in that path it's just it's a bad circle because you're just doing the same thing over and over again the entire day and I see so many people just watching TV they just they go to work and then they come back home, yeah. they watch TV, and then they go back to work. And if you always do the same thing, you cannot improve. There's no way you can improve your life. So if you're in that situation, try to go at your work because you need to have some income. 
you will you will need it to start your business or any kind of project you want to start. But when you're back home, try to try to work at least an hour to hour on your stuff to improve, to change your situation. Because if you're not doing anything, then there's no way you will improve. There's no way you will feel fulfilled. There's no way you will be happy. And I think if you feel doing something is because you have gift, you have this gift to give to the world. And I think you just need to do it because if you feel it, it's, it's an instinct. It's, you need to follow it. And when you create anything, any kind of, uh, service product or any kind of post, do it with what you feel, what is what is right. And I think uh, if you follow that, then you you will be like to be more happy, more fulfilled, and yeah. uh, have a crazy ass life. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today for this interview. Um, I'm My pleasure. I encourage you guys to go to markfit.com, and I'll I'll make sure to include your your website, your Instagram, your like Facebook, all that stuff because. Even just liking and following you, you just you get so much from someone that is that is living their passion and is doing these amazing mm-hmm. things. Like I know for me, just seeing your Instagram posts, uh, your Facebook posts, or whatever is very inspirational. And um, you know, you're someone that I look up to a lot in uh, health, fitness, Thanks. and even what you're doing. And you, know, you even know this. I have a picture of you on my vision board because you know your body <laughs> is what my vision is. And I think that by surrounding yourself or just kind of following people like you, it, it can motivate everyone else to, uh, to grow and achieve their goals also. So I want to thank you again mm-hmm. so much, man. And uh, thank you, everyone else, for watching this video. Leave, leave a comment below. Um, like, share it. Let us know what you think. And uh, that's it. So thank you. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.